Hello, my name is Debbie Ison. Welcome to Tranquil Awakenings. Today, we're going to be discussing the topic of soulmates. Now, traditionally in our society, we view the idea of soulmates as being a romantic partner. However, today I want to discuss the concept of soulmates and soul groups beyond this concept. So we will explore those romantic connections, but I also want to touch upon the other people that we have in our lives, the friends, the family, the acquaintances, the relationships, the people that come along on our paths to support us, to challenge us, to help us to heal ourselves, to confront us and to shift us. Now, I'm sure most of you have had the experience at some point in your life where you have met somebody and although you have never met them before in person, you instantly have a feeling of connection. You feel like you have known them before. There's just some sort of resonance there and you can't quite put your finger on it. Sometimes it may be an instant bond or something positive. Likewise, at other times you may come across somebody that you instantly have a bit of a feeling. I don't like that person. They make me feel unsafe, unsettled or uneasy. And this may be because these different people are some of your soul family. Now, when I'm talking about this concept, I like to think of a tree. We are in this life, living in this reality, going about our day-to-day activities. However, I believe we're something more. I believe that we are a soul, an energy that occupies our body. And through working with my clients through past life regression therapy, what we do is we explore the connections that we have with others. People who we've met not only in this lifetime, but in previous lifetimes. And although I'm still very much in the process of understanding these concepts myself, as I think I always will be, I think there's far too much to know beyond the everyday for us ever to fully understand. I do, however, think we get little glimpses of it. The idea being that as a soul, we plan our lifetimes. We decide what it is that we want to learn in a lifetime, what it is we need to heal and how we need to grow. Just in the same way that we go to school, we have a lesson, we have a series of lessons, And then when we've achieved them, we take an exam. And if we pass, we get to progress and move on to the next thing. The idea of this concept is life is very much the same. That we come here, we choose who we're going to be, we choose what lessons we're going to learn and how we're going to go about them. And from that, we then achieve or we don't. But in order for us to achieve or to make progress, we need some help along the way. So just like we have teachers in school, we have at a spiritual level, soul connections to others. So a few moments ago, I mentioned the idea of a tree and you're gonna be thinking, what on earth is she on about? How is this connected? Well, I like to view it a bit like a tree. So I like to imagine when I'm looking at a tree, just like I am right now out of my window, that the little twig, that I'm staring at, perhaps there's a leaf on it. That leaf represents you. 
and maybe there's five or six other leaves on that twig. They represent the closest members of your soul family. Now, next to that twig, there are other twigs that all have leaves on. And then it becomes a branch. And next to that branch, there's another and another until you have the whole tree. I like to think of this when I'm thinking about soul groups and soul families, because it's a nice visual to explain what's going on. So when you decide to incarnate onto this earth, you choose who on that tree, what other leaves, what other people you're going to incarnate with. And there'll be different reasons for that. So quite often you will choose those leaves that are closest to you. They're your core soul group, the ones that you come across time and time again to help you learn, heal and grow. Whereas at other times for your specific lessons you wish to learn, you may need a leaf from a different twig or even a different branch. And the idea is that when we are in between lives, we begin to plan. We decide upon our lessons and then we think who else is going to come on that journey. Now, it may be that some of the other souls that volunteer have got a similar lesson to learn. Or perhaps by helping you to learn your lesson, it will help them to achieve whatever lessons they're learning. Alternatively, there may be other times where you agree to come here so that you can help and assist somebody else on their journey. There are times when I speak to friends or students when they have said to me things like, I feel that part of the reason I was put on this earth was to save my partner, to save my friend. Whoever it is in their life, they feel that they came along to help them to heal and to grow. Now, there are lots and lots of different reasons why people choose to incarnate together in their different dynamics. Sometimes that is for a specific learning purpose. So, for example, in this lifetime, I've got some very specific missions. And in order to help me achieve those things on a spiritual level, I needed another soul that had specific skills to help me with that. So along comes my husband. And in reality, on that tree, we're not very close. We perhaps are even at the other sides of the tree, or maybe we're even on separate trees. However, it's the specific skill set and the way that we're going to combine our energies and our learning so far that's going to help us, hopefully, to both fulfil and achieve our lessons for this time round. There may be other people, however, that you choose to incarnate with for a different reason. Sometimes they may be in a supportive role. There are other times, however, where the dynamic may not be as harmonious. It may be that there's some conflict that needs balancing out. And in that scenario, it is called a karmic soulmate. So the idea is that we come to earth, we're meant to achieve our lessons and the other souls that have agreed to help us, we all have contracts to fulfil. However, the beauty of being human is that we have free will. We can choose whether or not we want to follow our path or whether we want to go in a different direction. And consequently, what that means is sometimes the contracts fail to be fulfilled. 
an individual may have offered or agreed to help somebody, but instead end up betraying them or being in a different place at a different time and no longer helping that person to achieve their mission. And as a consequence, they are in karmic debt to them. They owe it to them at some point in a future lifetime to put it right and bring the balance back. Now, when I'm talking about karma, karma is simply about balance. It's neither good or bad, right or wrong. However, we can get into karmic debt or karmic credit, depending on the things that we do. So if we do a really good job, we can get karmic credit. If, however, we harm somebody, damage them, prevent them from reaching their goals or being on the right path, then instead we create debt and a debt needs to be repaid. So there are sometimes people in our lives that come to reincarnate with us to put things right, things that we've got wrong in previous lives or earlier times. Now, that might be that we've harmed them and damaged them. So they come forwards again so that we can be represented with the lesson to hopefully balance it. Or it could be that they have harmed us and we've been presented with them again as an opportunity to put it right, to heal, forgive and move on. Quite often, it's a dynamic that's been playing out over many lifetimes, a bit like tit for tat of one harming the other and it never fully getting balanced. So soulmates are a really important concept when working with past lives and with spiritual development. And it's something that my past life regression therapy students explore in a lot of detail, both in terms of theoretical knowledge and also the practical that they cover with me during their training. Because after all, the dynamics and the relationships that we have with other people are huge they can have an absolutely massive impact on our lives, both positively and negatively. If somebody's hurt or wronged us, it can really limit us or hold us back. If somebody's nurtured us, supported us, helped us to flourish, then that can allow us to feel great. It can allow us to succeed. It can allow us to be the best version of ourselves that we can be. So I feel exploring relationships is a fundamental part of spiritual and self-development. So as I'm talking about this, some of you will get it. Some of you think that makes so much sense. It will resonate. For others of you, however, you will think, what is she talking about? I don't understand that. Don't believe in reincarnation. I don't believe that we're anything other than a human body. That is fine as well. I have always been spiritual, however, I was unfamiliar with the idea of really being a soul or past life work. And it's through going on a therapeutic journey of training to be a therapist that it began to open my eyes to this way of thinking. And during my hypnotherapy training, I had a really eye-opening experience. I was past life regressed. Now, I wasn't sure if I even believed in past life regression. However, I wanted to be the guinea pig, the person that would experience it. And I went back to a past lifetime where I was a man. I lived a very ordinary life. I rejected what my wealthy grandfather had set out for me. I lived as a pauper, but I lived very happily with my wife and my children. 
Now, after going through that process of experiencing that very ordinary life, it gave it some credibility for me for a couple of reasons. Firstly, it had never occurred to me that I could have been in a male body. Secondly, I am known for having a very vivid imagination. And I think that if my mind was creating something, it would have made something far more action-packed. Perhaps I'd have been somebody famous or heroic. However, on deeper exploration of this past life, we also began to look at not what only lessons I'd learnt, which was to stand up and do what felt right for me, but also the family members that were in that past lifetime and if they are any connection to anybody within this present lifetime. And I very quickly discovered that my grandfather in that past lifetime was my husband in this lifetime and that my daughter in this lifetime in my previous life was my wife. After that experience, it confused me a bit. It made me question everything. It made me quite unsure of dynamics and what that meant. Who was I if I wasn't the body and mind that I was, that I thought I was? I was a soul. I was an energy. However, after I got over that, whether or not it was a genuine past life experience or whether it was something else, it gave me a profound level of comfort and peace because I felt like I had a knowing that no matter what happens to me in this lifetime, no matter what happens to the people I love, there's that opportunity to be reunited with them and connected over and over again. And there was something very transformative and very healing about having that different level of understanding. Now, since that time, I've come across many people and sometimes there's no connection. Other times I just get an intuitive sense that this person is significant. They may come along to be a friend or somebody that's lasting. Other times it may simply be an acquaintance that I briefly cross paths with. However, it allows me to look at the relationships and dynamics in a completely different way. If the person brings positives to me. I see that as a wonderful opportunity that they've come along just at the right moment to help me get on the path that I need to be on at that time. If they provide me with disharmony and discomfort, if there's any animosity or stress, I also thank the opportunity, knowing that the behaviours that they brought forward are there to help me to heal, learn and grow. And although perhaps their actions and reactions are beyond my control, what I can do is work upon myself, I can heal myself, and I can let go of whatever resistance is in my system. And that helps me to be the best version of myself that I can be. So as I say that, it's important for me to highlight that when you meet your soulmates, your soul family, it isn't always comfortable or pleasant. Sometimes they come out to balance something. Sometimes it may not always be very nice. However, it is an opportunity. What I also found amazing going through this process was it helped me to feel empowered that I had some sort of choice as to what I was experiencing. That made me feel that whatever I was experiencing could 
have good coming from it. It could bring positives, even if I didn't really think or feel it at the time. There are, of course, times when that shouldn't happen to you. There are times when it's not part of your soul path or your soul growth to be hurt or harmed or wrong. And in that scenario, it's normally because someone somewhere down the line has violated free will. And then this will need to be put right. At other times, however, it may have been done in a supportive way. So one example I had of this a few years ago now was a lady who came to work with me and she wanted to explore how she felt towards her mother. Now, her mother had been horrendous in this lifetime. She'd been abusive, she'd been hard work, she'd been narcissistic. And consequently, this woman had moved countries to be away from her mum. She couldn't stand to be around her. She felt suffocated and she needed to be her own person. So as we decided to look at this dynamic and relationships, the client highlighted to me that they were very spiritually aware and felt that it was a bigger meaning or purpose for this connection. So what I did is I age regressed her, which is taking her back to an earlier period in her lifetime. So I took her before being an adult, before being a child, through infancy, through being a baby, through being born, and all the way back to the in-between life state before she had even incarnated here. And we called forward the soul energy of the individual that is her mother in this lifetime. And we explored together what had been going on. Now, what was revealed to this client was that in many previous lifetimes, she'd had the lesson to learn of becoming independent and she was failing to get it. And in each of those previous lifetimes, the mother that she had in this lifetime had also been her mother. However, in all of those previous lifetimes, she'd been so nurturing, so supportive. She'd always been there. But as a consequence, that woman had never really grasped her lesson. So when they went to the in-between life state this time, they had to come up with a new plan. And they decided that that would be, in this lifetime, the mother would come back being harsh and cruel and negative to see if that would finally push the daughter into becoming her own person, gaining her own identity and finding her independence. And it had worked. Now, that didn't resolve things with the mother in this lifetime. For the client, it was right for her to stay away. However, what it did by having that understanding of the relationship was it gave her a sense of peace. It resolved the inner conflict and turmoil that she'd been feeling. She knew instead that that had presented itself to her as an opportunity for growth and she could feel very proud of herself for achieving and fulfilling those things that she had needed to do for such a long time. So... The next time you meet somebody and you think there's a connection here, the next time you are having a disagreement with a friend or a family member and they're rubbing you up the wrong way, the next time you feel like you'll be really supported by somebody you care about, it might be nice for you to have a think, what lessons are they here to teach me and how am I going to embrace those things so that I can become the best version of myself? that I can be. Thank you for listening to me. Have a great day and I shall speak to you again soon. Take care.
and bye-bye for now. If you enjoyed this podcast, please make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you are interested in what we do, please go to my website, www.tranquil-awakenings.co.uk. As well as information on the therapies I offer, there is also links to my Past Life Regression Therapist Programme and my Professional Hypnotherapy Training Programmes. If you are looking for online training for self-development, please go to debbieison.thinkific.com. And also remember to follow me on social media. Simply on Facebook, type in Tranquil Awakenings to find my business page. And I'm also on Instagram. I love hearing from you. Please do send any comments or questions. And if you have any ideas of what you would like me to talk about on future episodes, please do send me a message.